there was a picture at um we were at the doctor's office really big wave and she's like what is that and I said it's a tsunami and it's coming to get you <laughs> and she was like oh, and I'm like okay sorry that wasn't very okay, that's when you need to call me and I'll take you through this process I'm about to share Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. I'm sure as a parent, you've dealt with this with at least one of your children, the experience of dealing with what you're perceiving in their world as unreasonable fears. Name, I know you have, Anne. I have. You, you just went through a phase recently that uh, you had this and share what these fears can look like and these are that coming we're from, classifying yeah. as unreasonable. Yes, and these are coming from my type three six-year-old daughter. And I mean, they're not unreasonable because they would be scary, but in her situation, day-to-day life, like in it, how frequently it was coming up was unreasonable in my mind. Um, a lot of natural disasters, so very scared of fires, tornadoes, earthquakes, volcanoes. We mm-hmm. live in Utah, but she's frightened of volcanoes. And so I'm like, okay, well, one's not coming to That's get unreasonable, you. That's <laughs> unreasonable, but it, with her, in her world where she doesn't understand that kind of bigger picture and scheme of things, that she can't relate then. and. Mm-hmm. Even dogs sometimes, dogs. Uh, like monsters and things, not so much. Like, she, but it's, but some I, children can yeah, have they, not don't mm-hmm. want to be. That's a challenge for many parents that I've heard from over the years. Is my child won't go to bed in their own bed because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. What are they afraid of? They're not even quite sure. Yeah, and this would come up a lot at bedtime. And so I was like, okay, rolling my eyes. Are you just trying to get out of going to bed and you want me here longer because you you know you want me to like have sympathy and like, oh it's okay and reassure you or are you just using this tactic because you know mom's gonna stick around or are you really afraid of this like mm-hmm. so I mean it was I mean a good year six months to a year where this was just coming up and it would switch from fires to volcanoes to earthquakes and like on a daily uh, experience uh, I mean at least like a couple times a week whether and then some weeks would it always heavier. be around bedtime um yeah or just like during conversation she'd like just bring it out of the blue. Like, I am never going to the big island of Hawaii because they still have a volcano. We travel to Hawaii a lot. Um, you have a home over there. And so she's been there a lot, but she's like never going to the big island. Well, <laughs> let's, let's kind of break this down a bit. So first to consider in this categorically, you'd have to, is it an unreasonable fear? What you're mentioning is unreasonable. So I guess you could qualify it by the fact, what are the percentages of this happening? Mm-hmm. You know, I go swimming in the ocean in Hawaii and, you know, the chances of me getting attacked by a shark are very, very small. But I know there's been <laughs> shark attacks literally right back in the waters behind our house within the last year. So that like bump, yeah. but then I you thought, know, well, I that, guess we all have unreasonable. That took my, per, the percentages mind. down for me because <laughs> I'm like, well, they, call, they took care of that percentage. But so you first have to determine that is this unreasonable based on sort of, does it, what I'm are the not, chances? Not even of this unreasonable, happening? but more just like annoying how often it was coming up and being like yeah. distracting from like just living her life or like doing what I've asked her to do. Or, you know, just it just felt like it was getting in the way of things and it was becoming inconvenient for her as well as me. And it's like, okay, look around, you're going to be fine. But like in her mind, it was yeah. so present. Well, that's the, the kind of the next step, whether you put it in the unreasonable category mm-hmm. or not they have not right <laughs> and so the classic 
parent strategy to deal with this is through reason, through if I can just talk to them, help them change their mind, you know, help them see this differently, mm-hmm. change their perception, we can shift and they'll no longer have this fear. You attempted that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I've tried to, well, we live in Utah. There's no such thing as volcano. How'd that well, work? if I, well, lava's really slow. You could run away from it. And <laughs> 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 she'll always have Did a that counter. Help? I, I mean, in the moment, no. But I think overall, helping her learn about these things. I mean, we would check out volcano books from the library. I got a weather book that talked about all sorts of things. We'd watch YouTube videos, you know. So I think in the long run, and I actually asked her the other day, I said, what helped you get over these fears? Because it's lessened. And I think getting older has helped too. She's six and a half now. She said learning more about them has helped. But then she yeah. also followed up. By, but I'm still never going to the big island of Hawaii. Okay. So, well, that but in the up- moment, no, because she was scared. You hurt. Emotions right. were heightened. Your, your nervous system triggers a emotional and mental response of being in fight, that fight and flight. You're literally, you know, there are times we, people that have states of claustrophobia, or I've done a lot of YouTube videos on anxiety, how to clear that. You know, kind of in the, even as an adult, you're able to say, this is unreasonable, but I'm still feeling it. Now, when you're you know, young, when you're five and having that, you don't have the benefit of your adult worldview and understanding You go, what I'm feeling is unreasonable. So you're going to be, they're kind of held captive to it. Now, in the Child Whisperer, I do teach in, there is a phase of development between three to six years old where children are starting to feel a sense of independence. They start to disconnect just sort of emotionally and energetically for mom and dad and create a network outside the family. That's the first phase of that. You teach this in the Child Whisperer book, what each phase yes. of, um, like there's age grouping, zero to six months, six Yeah, to between birth months. and age 18, they're, develop- mm-hmm. they're all sort of um, really focused phases. on emotional development. And between three to six, a child's developmental focus is really learning about their own independence into and their power, own power yeah. yeah in the world and so if you look at i think most parents would say this is where it's showing up in that age span so that gives you an advantage right there to say they're there maybe this has nothing to do with their fear their fear is really about feeling a sense of more independence and not quite sure confident enough to navigate that to say i've got to create subconsciously they're creating some scenario to say i still need mommy and daddy Mm-hmm. I'm scared. And that could be provoking yeah, some of that. Yeah, because these fears would make them feel very powerless and they're kind of yes. searching for their own power yeah. and figuring their their self out in this world and where they belong. So I, th- I think that gives me a lot of reassurance to be like, okay, this is just a normal process and we'll just move through this yeah, and, and we'll to give reinforce, you the support that you need. I have phrases in the book to say to a child to help them re- be reinforced in this phase. You know, I support you and that you can be safe in this world, that you have the ability to make pro- you know choices that will keep you safe. You'll know how to use your power. Those aren't the exact phrases, but mm-hmm. I give you the statements to now, just on a day-to-day basis, help them with that developmental experience so that they're going, I'm a powerful person that can make choices that keep me safe in this world. You know, one of Katie's happens to be never going to the big island of Hawaii, apparently, <laughs> but... That reinforces that they have a choice, they have power, and with that, 
they can create outcomes they can depend on. And that, because what they're in that phase they're in of unreasonable fear, they're feeling powerless, as you said. So you want to, just in your day-to-day practice of parenting a child in that age group, is learn what's in the child whisper, those phrases, so you can reinforce that they are growing up as a confident, powerful human being that can be safe in this world. Like you said, the when you're experiencing these fears and you're in a fight or flight part of your brain, you're not in like a reasonable state. Yeah, you're that's feeling why like that anxiety. Mm-hmm. There's that's why talking it out doesn't work in the moment. No. And so what are some tips that to help that child kind of move through that emotion a little mm-hmm. bit faster? Well, I love that you asked me because you know what they are because I use them with you as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Share with <Yeah>. the listeners. <laughs> Anne grew up with a mother that did a lot of uh, – what might have appeared to others is that's really different. That's yep. kind of out there. <laughs> Yet, when you've triggered these emotional states in a state at some degree of anxiety, reason doesn't typically work to help create Neither a does state of calm. Teasing. I've tried that one. Oh, you tried teasing, rolling, rolling your eyes. Yep. <laughs> no, <laughs> Been you totally wanna, frustrated. You want to throw some fuel on the fire? Do all of that. No, there. <laughs> yes, I, I have to. This is a, a bad moment, but I was chuckling to myself. There was a picture. At, um, we were at the doctor's office, really big wave. And she's like, what is that? And I said, it's a tsunami and it's coming to get you. <laughs> and she was like, oh, and I'm like, okay, sorry, that wasn't very, okay, that's when you need to call me and I'll take you through this process. I'm about to share. <laughs> you are my child still. And I'm like, now my child's in fight and flight going. Now she's in fight mode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's in flight and I'm in fight. That's interesting. That's I haven't thought about that. Yeah. You're I'm like, like, just uh, get over it no yeah you're in the but, fight side of it so here's the technique and i teach you this in a youtube video that we've included a link to in the copy on the child whisper website where this is posted it is an eye movement process the youtube video is called treating children with anxiety yes you want to google it and it's uh comes from my very early training in energy healing to help create states of calm your eyes are very connected to your brain and your brain is in charge of your emotional response and to also prompts your nervous system. And so when you do a back and forth motion with your eyes, and I teach you how to do it on the YouTube video, just looking from right in your peripheral vision as far as you can. And you actually can just hold your finger up or a pencil or something that's an eye catching device, anything that they can look at. And you have them look from one side to the other. Look over here. Look over here. Look over here, take a deep breath, look over here. And at some point their eyes will flutter and they'll break state. They will break that fight and flight state. The emotion will break and they'll be able to come to a state of calm. Take a deep breath, (sighs) relax. Now ground that, just, you know, walk around the room. Just say you're feeling better. Okay, well, we're here to make sure you're safe. And uh, use some of those phrases. Yeah, use those phrases then, reinforce it, and uh, mm-hmm. you're usually able to move on then pretty quickly from that. I'd say, too, if they, then they try to bring it up again, I know that this has been a tactic that my daughters use to like distract at bedtime. Yeah, yeah, keep that, me in that's room a when they know, but I th- can't you tell the difference? Yes, and so in that, I just like I like this process because it's gonna help you move through it a little bit faster, yeah. and also at that moment, then I can just say. Use some of those phrases. You're safe. You have your power. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. I love you. Good night. And like if she's in her room crying, like I'm just going to move on. Because at that point, I'm like, you're yeah. just tired. And there have been times too where I'm like, 
let's just m- not even talk about this and get some food in your body or just go to bed or yeah. drink a water. You like, know, let's move through this. It's really something else. It's And she's now, it's sort of a, you can tell when it's a calculated effort too mm-hmm. from a child. Like they're, you'd see it in, the, you yeah. can see it in their eyes actually because their eyes are looking like, oh, I'm remembering yeah. what to say <laughs> that gets my, that helps me out mm-hmm. right now to not, to delay this bedtime thing. And the uh, when it is a, real fear-based response, you're going to see it's more full body. So there's a very different sort of body language going on, and they're emoting when it's a true fear versus the more calculated effort. I'm, Intellectual hey, process. Works. Yeah, that's the that's Yeah, and you can start to indicators. intuitively read that. So one thing I love about the child whisper is I really help you learn an intuitive approach to parenting, to read the scene, you know, to go, Where's this coming from? You know, well, what do I need to know right now? This week's parenting practice is to get a copy of The Child Whisper, which I think most of you own already. If you don't, go to thechildwhisper.com and you'll find it there. In the book, go to your child's type section and find the three to six developmental stage section and read the phrases your children need to be hearing. So you can start to use those not just in these moments where things are more intense, use them as a daily practice. Write them down, make them familiar to yourself, try one a day. And then in the moment of that state of anxiety, use the technique that I've just taught you, the eye movement release process that allows you to help your child get into a calmer emotional state. You can go to the YouTube video and watch me demonstrate it. These two things will help you shift out of that mode of your child caught in this experience of unreasonable fears, which then gets to a point. I mean, Anne, your story, you dealt with this for quite a long time. I mean, a year. Yeah. And she's grown out of it. Mm -hmm. So you want to support your children, too, so that they learn these strategies, both thinking strategies and how to work with their own emotional states so they grow up into their adult years to now they're not a victim to their own kind of flawed thinking and emotional upsets. They have an ability to shift things, to work with these tools so that they're a beneficiary to them rather than feeling captive to them. Many adults that I've worked with over the decades have come to me because they don't have these tools. And you were raised with these tools, Anne. You're now bringing this to the next generation and helping your children know you have a choice. You don't have to fall prey to your of thinking that's not supportive to you or emotional states that take you out. You can make changes. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.